It's another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast. I'm your host, DP Sidhu, and joining me once again after a little bit of an absence, Texans ambassador and now full-time employee, J.J. Moses. J.J., welcome back. Well, it's always great to be here and honored always to be on your show. And uh, I'm looking forward to another big season. I'm excited. A lot of changes, but I'm looking forward to another big season with uh, Coach O'Brien and Brian Gaines. So we're ready. Last time you were in the seat, you were just and I say just, a Texans <laughs> ambassador. And I said full-time employee. You yes. now are employed by the Texans. You have a new role in the building, which is why you've been kind of busy. Yeah. And I understand, so I've given you your space, but you only get space for so long because <laughs> we missed having you on this podcast. Your new official title, Director of Player Engagement. Correct. And so you've been in this role for a few weeks now. How? Give me a sense for people that are listening, because I kind of know what you do, but sure. for people out there, like what does that entail for you? It's an awesome opportunity. Coach O'Brien and uh, Brian Gain reached out to me, and uh, it's a way where I have an opportunity finally to just really to impact, equip, and inspire, you know, our, our young our young athletes on this football team. And, of course, we want them to do well on the football field, but we're also making sure we're equipping them off the football as well, off the football field as well, and it's helping them to become better pros on and off the football field. And to me, I want our athletes to win, not just in, in the, on the football side, but win in life, period. And that's what I'm here for is to really equip these players. we got a lot of talent on this team, and, and uh, we're headed the right direction. So I'm so on, honored and excited uh, just to be a part of this football uh, club and, and what we're doing, DP. When I found out that you got this new role, I was super excited. I know you and I have worked together, not just on this podcast. We've emceed Battle Red Ladies events, moms clinics. We've been to schools together. And you just have a a great, and you know, and I don't say this about many people. I'll say this about, like, my direct people that I work with, like Mark, Drew, uh, John Harris. But you are one of those people that when you get up there and you speak to a crowd, I'm like, wow, I want to speak like that. (laughs) And I have a lot of confidence in my own public speaking skills, but you just seem to own the room and you're so comfortable in your skin. So when I found out that you got, that now you're going to be interacting with players, I mean, I was so excited for you and I'm excited for them because you're the first Texans player that went through the ambassador program, did all what you do, and now you're going to be working with the players one-on-one. We've got Anthony Weaver, obviously the defensive line coach. He never went through the ambassador program. Correct. We've got guys like Seth Payne, who was a player and now works in the market and radio, but doesn't work for the Texans. So, like, now you, here you are, you get to do both. So you've seen both sides of it. I've seen pretty much three sides of this organization. (laughs) Just think about it, where I was a player from 2003 through 2005, and then in 2008 from 2000 to 2018 I was an ambassador. So now of course with this 2008 eight, to 18. That was 10 years. Are you still an ambassador? Well, I'm still a part of the group, but right now my main emphasis is of course is making sure that I'm helping our guys on and off the football field. So, you know, of course, I'm always going to be an ambassador, but for this for this moment right now, I put a lot of time in my effort and and uh, just to really to inspire our guys and equip them as much as possible because, you know, we're starting up the OTAs real soon and, you know, we got a lot of new signings in, in town. So I just really want to help our guys transition into the city and I'm so excited for this role. But it's truly been a blessing 
Uh, I don't take nothing for granted. You know, I've, I've, I was never given anything in life. I've always had to work and, and prove myself. And it just shows you that, you know, no matter how long you, it takes for something to come to pass, if you're willing to, you know, stay focused, keep your faith, work hard, keep your name clean, um, you know, good things are on the horizon. And that's exactly kind of what happened to me. And the, the ambassador's program was a great transition for me. It really, you know, prepared me. It, it, it allowed me to develop a lot of skill sets that I'm utilizing uh, right this moment, you know, with our guys. So I'm excited for this role. And uh, again, I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a, a big time season for our Houston Texans. I, I hope so too. <laughs> I, I get everywhere I go. People are like, how's Deshaun Watson? How's JJ? What is everybody healthy? What do you think? And I think the excitement is there. It's like palpable. And I think we've had it in the building. I think the city has it. Can't wait for the season to get started. Um, To give these players the tools to succeed, like you said, on and off the field is so important because, you know, they're they're making appearances. They're meeting with fans, yet they're balancing, you know, they're they're learning the playbook, uh, film room, uh, meetings. They've got all these things, their, their practices. They've got so much stuff that they've got to balance. And, you know, you still want them to do well and feel you don't want them to feel burned out. And coming from your perspective, I mean, when you say that you really had to work for everything that you had, like you are not lying. You know, do you feel like those undrafted guys or the guys that are really fighting to make the roster, like that's re- really where you're going to excel with these guys? You're really going get, to get through to them? I'm not saying you're not going to get sure. through to everybody, but you, you seem to see things from a perspective that, you know, maybe for them, they don't feel like everybody understands. Well, whether if you're a first-round draft choice or even a free agent, you know, what I try to do is really inspire all the guys, you know, because at the end of the day, they're all going to have a situation where they're going to have to face. It might be an injury. How do you overcome oh, yeah, an that's, injury? Oh, yeah, that's a great point. How do point. you stay focused? How do you not get too far down? How do you – Yeah, don't get discouraged. How do you not get discouraged? Or even if you're a free agent guy and you're really trying your best to make this ball club – I'm going to encourage these guys to be prepared for their opportunities. You never know when an opportunity will be ready. I mean, will come to you. So you have to be ready for those things. So there's a list of topics that I want to talk to our guys about. Um, being in the NFL and, and um, playing there for numerous of years, I've learned a lot, DP. And to me, what better way is to be able to share back what you've learned from the NFL and to inspire our guys. And, and I want these guys to know that they're future leaders. They Well, they are our leaders right now and that – once they eventually, you know, get out into the NFL, I want them to continue to do well. I want them to succeed in their business and finish to graduate in school. I mean, all that's important, and it makes them fully equipped all around in, in their whole, you know, in their lifestyle. What about if a guy has like a personal problem, and you know, he's kind of dealing with that during the season? Like, do you see yourself being like a like a dear Abby sort, like advice, <laughs> like you give advice on things like that, or like money, you know, personal things. Well, do, you, do you see yourself getting into that? that sort of thing is that something that you you know who did you lean on as a player during those times you know when I was a player you know I had a a, a lot of mentors in my life and that's what I really want to encourage our guys is to make sure that they're surrounding themselves with great mentors people that will inspire them to tell them hey this is what you need to do and and people that they trust you have to build trust all around this organization and that's the way you know if you want a successful team it starts off with trust and that's what I really want to encourage our guys is making sure that they're surrounded themselves with healthy relationships along the way and and uh, whether if it's friends and and you want to make sure you're making the right decisions because at the end of the day being an NFL athlete somebody's always watching you and at times you don't realize it at the time but you always got to be on the mindset of saying 
not that you got to be perfect in everything you do, but the, the the matter is is that you're representing the Houston Texans, the NFL. And so I want our guys to always remember to make every decision knowing that, you know, everyone's dependent on you. And that's why I'm so excited to be a part of this because I get a chance to really inspire these guys, and uh, I look forward to doing you're it. You're so inspirational. And, you know, you, you make a great point with setting a good example because now it's social media. You didn't yeah. have to deal with all that. But with <laughs> no. social media and camera phones, like you really are, you always kind of have to be very aware of your surroundings and what you're saying because you don't know who might be capturing it or who might be watching and people can video or video or stuff so quickly without even you knowing absolutely we didn't have facebook or you, i mean it's you. almost better like for you that you <laughs> right. didn't have it because i feel like it's so much more to juggle now it is i mean you got facebook you got twitter i mean it, it, Everyone has instant access to your life immediately. So you really have to be um, always proactive and and always on the defensive side, so to speak, whether if you're posting something on social media, how will that offend someone? So you always got to be on the mindset. You know, you want to walk the straight and narrow path because ultimately you don't want to burn down any bridges in this business. This business is all about relationships. It's all about people trusting in you. And and if Coach O'Brien or Brian Gang can trust you to put you in the game, that's what it's all about. You want to prove to them and develop the trust along the way. And uh, it's all about that. So I'm excited for this DP. And, uh, you know, guys, I'm right now seeing them coming in. And out yeah, of have, the you met, have you met, met uh, oh, a few goodness. of them? And the great transition was, is, was the fact that over 10 years being here on the community side, I had an opportunity to work with all the guys for the most part. So it's one of those things where it wasn't an unfamiliar territory. I was going into so-called my backyard. So it was one of those things where it was an exciting moment, you know, when guys found that I was here. And uh, and uh, it's one of those things where I just know that it's, a, it's just a comfortable uh, shoe in and, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited for you. When you were a player, like if you look back now on your career, what is, what's like the one piece of advice that you wish someone had given you? One type of advice that I wish maybe someone, someone gave it to you, but maybe what what is the one thing that you you really could have benefited from knowing? Well, I know one thing. I had one strong mentor in my life, and that was my father. And he passed away about a year and a half ago. And and he told me three amazing things. Okay. Number one was he always told me to keep my name clean. And when you keep your name clean, that's what your reputation is all you got in life sometimes. And sometimes your reputation alone, DP, can open up an opportunity for you. So you always want to be in a mindset of keeping your name clean. Number two, you want to strike when the iron's hot. That means when you're in this business in the NFL, stay connected. You know, while you're getting these opportunities in the community or, you know, you're going out and speaking or you get a chance to shadow someone in a career, do those things because once the doors close in the NFL, it's tough. To, open to reopen the them again. Oh, it's it's tough. It's tough to reopen again. And so those were the two main things. And I'm trying to think of the third thing that my dad told me. <laughs> I know dad was like, JJ, you're like, there were heaven. three things. There was three things. So two he says, out of three is Strike the iron when it's hot. Everyone likes to be, and everyone likes to be associated with a winner. That's the last okay, thing. Okay, that's a when, good one. When you're a winner in life, and, and that means winning in your career, you're winning in business, everyone wants to be affiliated with you. So that's why it's important that this team continues to have that winning attitude that winning perspective because once you're a winner everyone wins and that's the big thing about the nfl is once you win your name goes down in history as a winner and so those are some of the valuable lessons i like that, that. daddy just kind of taught me and it's something that i've lived by to this day and that's something that i share with our guys as well I know you played in the league. You said, wait, your last year was 2005, right? So a lot's changed, yeah. obviously, since you've been in the league. And then, you know, we've we've seen some of the guys start to show up again, and next week they're all going to be back, or most of them will be back. It's voluntary, and I say <laughs> right. voluntary in quotes. Uh, the off-season workout program begins, phase one. 
So that's where they come in and they do some lifting and, and they're out on the field for a little bit of time. They get like four workouts a week, but they're not in meetings. They're not doing any drills. They're not meeting with coaches or anything right. like that. So this is sort of like the introduction to the off-season workout. How different is it now from when you were in the league? This well, phase one was it like this back then? It was a. It was very. I act very like it's a hundred years ago, it was, but I know it wasn't. Right. How, it well, was, back when you were playing football. Back when you were playing, when it was leather helmets <laughs> and and you guys didn't have shoulder pads and you didn't have lines but, on the field. But right. it's, but it's crazy is that it's very similar as well. You got guys coming in that's really never been here in the city of Houston, and so for the first time they're arriving today and and even on Saturday, and it's it's a new experience. It's a new atmosphere. Many of them don't even know any of the players on this team, and it's the first time that they'll get a really a, a chance to know their coaches and position coaches. So the adjustments is always a, you know, you just want to feel comfortable. But after the first week going through the, you know, lifting weights, running, and just kind of being around. Eases this, you back into oh, it. You just ease back into it. It's, it's almost like going into a swimming pool. You, you stick your foot into the swimming pool, and it's cold. <laughs> and you, you take your foot out and say, oh, my gosh, it's cold. But then you settle, you know, slowly get into the pool, and it's like, oh. It's not that cold after all. It's just water. It's just water. And it's just like that. Once you arrive here, you know, you're like, man, I'm catching football passes from Deshaun Watson or, you know, there's Jadavion Clowney right there on the opposite end of me. But at the end of the day, once you start doing those things, you know, your creative juices begin to flow. And it's like, oh, this is football again. It's no different from when I was playing on another team or whatever. So it's an exciting moment for these guys. And and, uh, and, and it's great because you're in Houston. The weather's perfect. Oh, it's amazing. Oh my gosh, it's snowing is- in most of the United States right now. I just got back from New York visiting the league offices, and it was freezing up in New York. I mean, I'm like, oh, my. You're I like, this is it. April. This is April. And I'm from Iowa, DP. So I'm from think, Indiana. I know. So I couldn't. Were, I could not move back. But it's, what happens is, once we're here in Houston for all these years, your blood gets thinner, and it's <laughs> tough to adjust once you go back up north. It was. It was like in the 40s over the weekend, and I was. I was annoyed. <laughs> like right. I know there are people that are in feet of snow right now, but why do I have to wear a jacket again? Isn't that something? All right. So phase one starts, and you'll get to meet a lot of the players. You know, I think you you, you make a good point because I always think, oh, there's no rookies. Everybody. Everybody knows everybody else, but then you think of guys like Tyron Matthew or Chantrell yeah. Henderson and, you know, Senio Calamente, these new guys that are here who have experience in the league but have not been in this building. Like, how much is that acclimation process for them? You know, you don't, you don't yeah. even know where the cafeteria is. You don't know where your <laughs> meeting room is. Right. And you're trying to figure it out. You're it, trying to figure it all out so that, you know, it must. is there any way to make the transition easier for the, for those guys? Or, I mean, I guess when you've been in the league for a while, you, you figure it out eventually. You, you figure it out, and eventually you will find out, believe me, where's the cafeteria because you're going to get hungry throughout just, the day. Or just, like, how coaches do yeah. things. I mean, I think that's the biggest part of it. Like, every every head strength and conditioning coach does things differently. Every position coach Absolutely. does things differently. Every head coach is different. Yeah, and what I try to do is really just be there for our players. You know, there's going to be times where they're going to come to my office and they're going to want to talk. They're going to want to know, hey, where do I need to go to if I need to get this done? And so what I try to do, and even we got a lot of great um, staff members here from Khalil and myself, and, you know, so they have a lot of um, supports, a support system around this team that's going to really, you know, help our players as they transition into this new role and and of course we got some great leaders on this team so we you do know, with with you know jj watt of course whitney merciless i mean shane leckler i mean all these guys have been around the system for all these years so it's, it's going to be great just to see how they gel with our new players and and uh, if they want to know where the locker room's at i'm quite sure they'll figure <laughs> it out sooner or later <laughs>
Where so, were the good? I mean, I've noticed some of the, like Zach Fulton was tweeting about uh, some of the new restaurants that he's tried yeah. out. So I was like, okay, they're they're getting the hang of it. Houston's known for its food. All right, for those of you listening, don't forget to sub- sub- subscribe to the Deep Slant podcast on iTunes. Tune in or Stitcher, and leave a review. Uh, one last thing before I let you go, JJ. The preseason schedule came out, and yes. as part of your new role, you're going to be traveling with the team again. We're going. We're going. We're, we're in training camp. We're traveling with the team. You get to so go to West Virginia I like the rest of us. A chance to go to West Virginia. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get an opportunity to work together a few times in West Virginia. And I mean, we, it's a small, it's a small, small town. Is it really? White Sulphur Springs is very small. It, so we, I'm sure we will see each other <laughs> plenty. I heard that the weather is amazing. The weather there. is amazing. Um it's amazing, but you know what? I I came back in the middle for a few days. My son's my youngest son, his birthday's always right around training camp. And sure. I just wanted to be back for his birthday. So I came back. It takes like a whole day to get there and come back, first of all. And I came back to Houston and I just really missed it. You miss it. Even if it was a hundred degrees, <laughs> even if I complained about it as right. I was getting on the plane to leave. I mean, I just really I missed the buildings. I miss being in my city. I just miss my family. I just I just really missed it. But it's it's kinda nice to get away yes. because the actual practice and covering training camp is so much nicer out there yeah i mean everything's right there it's a really nice setup that if you take that in a vacuum is perfect it's perfect it's perfect it's like the rest of the hours of the day that i wish i could just come back come back to sleep in my bed and you know stuff like that but that's (laughs) You know. But it makes you appreciate Houston when, when you come back here because it's does. so easy to take the city for granted at times. There's so and, much happening here. There's so much to do. It's, you know, I, I did really miss it. But okay, so the preseason schedule came right. out. Do you, uh, have you seen it? I have it? not had a chance. Oh, let to me look reveal at, it yeah, to you, JJ. Reveal it to me, DP. I will reveal it to you. Week one, okay, at Kansas City. Oh. Week two, home against San Francisco. Week three, at LA Rams. Mm. So West Coast. I wonder if that'll be from West Virginia. To California. It probably, you never know. I vote for a week of joint practices in California, if anybody's listening, <laughs> that can make these decisions. There you go. If you can, JJ, put in, put in the word. And then finally, home versus Dallas, which seems to be a nice little tradition that's shaping up for the Texans in preseason. Oh, my goodness. Just reading out and hearing you read those teams' names, I'm, I'm ready to play, like, right now. I, I am, I am too. so excited for this ball club. And, you know, we had a lot of injuries last year. We all aware of that. But now, knowing that, you know, our guys are getting healthier, uh, I've seen a lot of guys, you know, just kind of rehabbing and, and, and getting stronger and faster each and every day. We got a new strength and conditioning coach, and, and so their staff is doing a phenomenal job, DP. I'm telling you. And uh, so we've got some little changes uh, within that weight Yeah, room, Luke so. Richardson. I had a chance oh, to meet gosh. him in the hallway the other day, and, I mean, I can't can't wait to see what uh you know how because he's got a new title as well he's sort of like sports performance as well as head athletic trainer and i mean head athletic uh head strength and conditioning i apologize and it's it's going to be exciting to see how his role shapes up too. Oh my gosh! So we're 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 really just really excited, and uh, I can't wait for this preseason. It seems like the football season of... is is coming up like tomorrow, but really there's a few more months left. <laughs> so I got to kind of pace myself. You got to pace yourself going into this because it's a long season ahead. Yeah, you still got the as Mark calls it, Mark Vanderbilt calls it the desert in June, July when everybody leaves, <laughs> right? And then there's nothing, and then crickets. you're just, it's like crickets, no players, no coaches, and you, we're still doing radio every night. <laughs> We're still writing for the website. Like, what are we writing? I actually wrote a story, eight reasons to get excited about the preseason. Because I know people, you know, sort of poo-poo the preseason. But I'm I'm like you. I'm so excited to see these guys back on the field and healthy. And, you know, you know you're going to see Deshaun Watson in some capacity uh, if he's clear to play. You may see some J.J. Watt. And then maybe Deontay Foreman. It would be nice to see him. And then our offensive line. Uh, Bill O'Brien said four new starters likely 
So how is that going to shape up? Like, it's all going to unfold in front of our eyes, sure. you know, in those preseason games. And everything takes timing, and that's why I'm so thankful for the OTAs and even going into training camp because this is such a lot of new changes on this offensive, you know, side, and you want to continue to bring that continuity and, and really just kind of develop that trust with your teammates. But once the pieces are put together, oh, my goodness, I, I really feel that this team will continue to do some put some big numbers up this year. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and I know our fans are probably going to be really excited to see what this ball club will will bring for us in 2018. I am super excited. I'm excited for you and your new role, JJ. JJ Moses here on the Deep Slant Podcast. Don't be a stranger. You can still stop by and do the podcast. I know you're really busy, but you got to deal. Carve out some time for us every now and then. Well, whenever you think about me, let me know. I'm here for you. Guys. All right. I know, I know where you work now, <laughs> so I can right. track you down. All right. That's the Deep Slant Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, TuneIn, or Stitcher. Please leave a review. Thanks so much for listening, and go Texans.